What's going on, everybody? Hello, welcome, and thank you for joining us for anything and everything rock and roll. Of course, with a little bit of ADD. I'm Zach. I'm TJ. And I'm Robin. And you're listening to Rock Detention. I don't feel tardy. Gentlemen, how are we? Always good, man. Always good. I'm surprised we remembered how to do that. Yeah. It's like riding a bike, man. It's like riding a bike. I don't know what accent that is that I just did. But I feel like it would say, killer! Maybe. Surfer dude? Yeah. Surfer! It makes me think of the, the, the fish from Spongebob. Like, whenever they go to the beach, there's always that one fish that's like the surfer bro. And then you got Larry the Lobster. Yep. Well, he's the... He's always muscle man. That's, yeah, that's the, that's the weightlifting, like, beach body guy. But there's that one fish that always is like, ha, oh, gnarly, dude! Gnarly. Brought to you by Waterloo. Absolutely. Man, Waterloo and Whataburger. Uh, we love you, Waterloo. Please sponsor us. Love your products. Whataburger. The double, the double W. I don't think Whataburger sponsors people, but I wish they would sponsor us because... I'm... No, dude. We don't need that in our lives. We'd be fat. Yeah. Uh, left-handed toast. Hello. Cheers. That's really good. I, I tried a new tequila, and... Um, I'm not going to throw anyone under the table, um, but somebody at the liquor store, I won't say the liquor store name, they told me, like, yeah, man, I've been to all the distilleries, and this is the best one. And I was like, okay, well, you know, you're you're good sell, good seller. So I went for it. I got there in Yeho, and uh, I, it's all right, but it's not Z Tequila. It's not Avion 44. It's not Don Julio 1942. Any of you want to sponsor us, we'd love to have you. Oh, but I would never sell out to corporations. Thank you, Wayne. I appreciate that. <laughs> so what have we been up to, boys? Robin, what's what's give me your last two weeks in a nutshell? Uh lots of work, which has been great. Playing again, playing back at Eddie V's. Uh, cool. Weekly, nightly? Yeah. Uh at least three night at least two nights a week. Uh, usually That's three. Wonderful, dude. Um, and then uh, starting a show, another another like we're we're gonna test it out. We're gonna do, shoot the pilot episode on uh, um, the twenty seventh, and uh, cool. It'll be live. Can... It'll be live at the Elephant Room, um, which is a jazz club here in Austin, and uh, very famous and old jazz club. Uh, yeah, it's uh, thirty. 30 years old this year. 31 years old this year. Um, Almost as old as us. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, For some reason, I thought it was like an Austin staple. Like It is from the 70s. Staple. No, not from the from 70s. From the it, 70s. Oh, uh, no, unfortunately. Um, but it feels like it is. They did a great, they've done a great job at, you know, letting it. Preserving old Austin. Yeah, preserving this, that old feel. Uh, but yeah, so we're, I'm working on that. We, we shoot the pilot episode of it on uh, the 27th and, I'll be hosting the show. That's awesome. So, dude. Uh, um, I'm excited about that. I'm excited to you see this, this brain, this brainchild of, of mine and my dad's come true. So, absolutely. Uh, I mean, dude, nothing's better than getting to work with your pops. Um, cheers to that. Cheers to that. But uh, and then I'm also working on any, uh, you know, recording my EP. Slowly getting that done. Hoping for a November, or well, 
yeah, hoping to release the first single in November. So we'll see. We'll see what it does. That's awesome, man. That's awesome, dude. I'm I'm really excited for you on this this TV show that um that you're you're gonna be I, I guess producing or are you hosting what kind of kind of all of the above. The only thing I'm not doing is because I don't I, I legitimately don't know how to do it is actually shoot the thing. So I'll be recording well, the audio. Sure. I'll be recording the audio and editing it, um, and then I'll be hosting. Uh, so I'll be on camera. Um, dude. And then hey, uh, hey man. Whether you think so or not, doing this podcast for for the last year, which everybody, uh, our one year anniversary is coming up. I'm really excited to. August 13th. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, it's on a Friday. Um, We're at least going to pop in and say what up to you guys. Probably won't be a full episode, but. uh, Yeah, we haven't decided. I can't can't believe this has been a year, man. Bros. It's almost a year. That's crazy, man. It's been, it's been like, it's gone by so fast and yet so slow at the same time. Sure. Um, and I can't believe that this is this is uh, episode one of season three. Really? Okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh, dang. So uh, we are thirty-eight episodes in. Um, That's nuts. This is episode thirty-eight. And, well, uh, yeah. We 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 have a lot of exciting news uh, to share with y'all. Not, I mean, we can't share it yet, but uh, there's a lot of things in the work uh, works. Uh, uh, lots of guests were lining up. Um, there's some. A really cool thing that's that's on the the back burner right now. Knock it's, on wood. Uh, we hope it. Yeah. We hope it comes true. Oh my gosh. So. Um, I, I'll, I'll give y'all one clue. Uh, I'll just say Minneapolis, and we'll leave it at that. We're all gonna do it live from TJ's basement. Yes. Hey. Well, <laughs> can't thought of the bank. It was too exciting. <laughs> oh shoot. Um, Dang. But yeah, we'll get there, and and uh, um, it, it's gonna. That's gonna be a fun one. I hope that that Absolutely. all that all comes true. And um, but uh, yeah, we got guests coming up. TJ, what have you been up to? You've uh, uh, you've uh, it looks like you've changed locations. I got the big comfy couch now, and the lighting was better on my face over here. So <laughs> same basement, different area. Oh, okay. So you were there last week, or yeah. two weeks ago, or four weeks ago, or yeah, yeah. So what what are you? Is this week five? Oh, at least a month, at least yeah. four weeks. Yeah, she had she hadn't kicked you out yet. Congrats, bro. Cheers to y'all. Well, at least got two podcasts in, or one in a quarter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're, she could kick him out halfway through this podcast. So true. That'd be the first time I yeah. think anyone's got kicked out. That you've been kicked out on a podcast? Yeah, I think. <laughs> I just realized. There we go. I was like, oh, but I like look down at, at the screen on here, and I'm like, the whole screen, and then my head's like <laughs> right here. Yeah, but see, now I now I can all I see I don't see your forehead. That's, I just see your, like your glasses. Well, they see my forehead because they're seeing a different camera. So, oh, always oh. focused on yourself, Robin. Yeah, focus on the audience. I want to give the audience the best. Okay. Oh man, you like, grow your hair out. They're already. <laughs> I'm not gonna grow my hair out. No, it's not happening. You're missing out. It's too hot here for long hair. No. That's what ponytails are for. Mm. Yeah. Mm. What about a man bun? Bun? Oh, God, man? You, you couldn't pay me enough to do a man bun. Okay. You Whoa! Could, you could well, probably... now we just lost all of man our buns. man bun listeners. Uh, yep. What? Why? <laughs> you offended them. I said that I won't be in a man bun. You can wear a man bun. That's fine. I'm not going to play being one. You don't have to pay me a lot. To be mm. a man bun. So I, I, I bun my hair when I shower. 
so I don't but get see, my hair that wet. Makes, that's practical. That makes sense to do that then. That's a, a practical man bun? Yeah. Because you I, don't want to uh, get your hair wet. Makes sense. Yeah. TJ, do you man bun it in the bathroom? In the, uh, uh, I actually have it down, and then I'm like the opposite. I put it up in a little man bun after the gym with a hat on, and then later in the day, my hair is nice and ta-da. Wavy? So, so you – oh, you must wash your hair every time you shower. Uh, no, I don't. I mean, the shampoo's there. I have the option, but I'll at least rinse it. I don't, like, wash it, wash it. You just put water through it. Yeah. A lot of times during – Lockdown, like last year, it was like pretty much dry shampoo every day. Beach Babe, sponsor us. Yeah, Beach Babe. I don't know, man. I'll have to try it when we come out to Minneapolis. Um, dude. So, unfortunately, so I'm supposed to go to Minneapolis this weekend to see Mr. TJ. Um, but, dude, it just, those prices keep hiking up. But Rob and I were looking at prices earlier today, and from Austin, it's like 87 bucks, and from Nashville, it's only 57 bucks. It's crazy. Later on, on in, later on in the year, not right now. Like right now, if I, wanted, if I wanted to fly tomorrow to Minneapolis from Austin, it's like four hundred dollars. <laughs> well, and Zach's favorite airline, uh, Southwest, fifty uh, percent off for their fiftieth yeah, anniversary. No, dude, that's that's a bunch of hocus pocus. Oh no, I, 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 there's got to be some good flights, but it looked like it, I read the fine print. It was like well, September, uh, October, or something. Well, yeah, well great. I, now, I, we're, now we're never gonna have Southwest on. Thanks a lot, guys. Uh, I actually didn't say anything bad. Yeah, I just said it's yeah. kind of expensive exactly. right and now. And actually, Zach was just Pocus talking Pocus. about a Disney classic, Hocus Pocus. That was uh, it. Hey, man. Uh-huh. Okay, I get it. So if I say something negative, you got it's my fault. Exactly. Uh-huh. Pretty got much. It. Pretty much. Oh, got it. All right. All right. Um, well, that was fun, guys. Good totally, to be back. We'll see I you later. I have a totally original question that I completely thought of and that no one else that we know thought of this question. Um, but if we were to make a super group out of certain, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get all the way through the question. Without way laughing. to go, pal. Uh, you also forgot to ask me what I've been up to for three weeks, but that's cool, dude. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Anyways, uh, cool I didn't really get much in, so whatever. I was at Red Rocks on Friday. Thank you. Yeah, you and, See, you that's, and Tosh that's were one. in uh, Colorado, right? I was for a few days. Quick little. We was. I was. Oh, I heard we was. No, I was. We was. We was would work though. Work. Well, were, but I mean, who's counting? I don't know. Anyways, um, yeah, Red Rocks. If you haven't been, you gotta go. It's a dream of mine to play there. I'd love to go see a concert there, but I'd much rather play there. Yeah. That's a great time. And you can get a nice workout in if you climb the steps up and down. Sure. Like, you oh, yeah. literally earn you earn every beer there. Well, that's nice. <laughs> Where did y'all stand or, or sit or frolic? Did you, did you see a show or did you just go? Saw The Revivalists. Okay. What's their big song? Hey! Ho! <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm close. I don't know names of their songs. I just know their songs. And they're, okay. they're just ahead, a great band live. I can't even. I'm trying can't. to think of their. I'm trying to think of the big one, but I can't. Even. I even. couldn't even hum it if I tried. Okay. Well, but they were awesome live. I they covered Tom Petty and they covered Bruce Springsteen while I was there. Ooh, which which Springsteen song and Petty? Born to Run. Of course they did. And then Tom Petty was. 
Well, I can't think of it. Was it American Girl? Why does everybody play American Girl? That's what I could be wrong. Yeah, I think. Yeah, no, 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 never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I'm, okay. I'm off. I'm off. I had to think real quick. Refugee. Oh, okay. I don't hear that one covered all that often. I God, I hear American Girl. I love that song, but I hear it all the time covered by people. Do you ever hear people cover Running Down a Dream? No. That's my favorite. That's a yeah. That's a great song. Running down a dream. But I don't. I can't think of one off the top of my head. I hear so. American Girl is the one I hear the most. Free Fallen. Uh, I hear all the time. Um, obviously, I think that's that's probably got to be his most popular song. Um, and then because I play with Dave Share and he does. Learning to fly all the time, which I love his version of Learning to Fly. Can you go ahead and hum that for us? Um, yeah, there you go, Robin. Oh, I was trying to think of the uh, of the actual verse. Um, learning to fly. But I ain't got wings. But I ain't got wings. Coming down is the hardest thing. Um, yeah, that's the, that's the chorus, but it's yeah, oh, that's one of his. Right that's on. a great one. It, um, you just reminded me of that scene in uh, what's the one with uh, Sean William Scott and Rudd, and they role models. Oh yeah, I was gonna say Rock and Rock from like two to four. And, and they're 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 at that first meeting, and that that guy that's like really excited to be there starts singing, and they're like, yeah, that's not even a song. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> the, Take me down to the river. You know, or something like that. Like that that's not a song. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's actually one of their hits. Yep. <laughs> Sturdy wings. Wings. That's it. There you go, man. <laughs> cool, dude. Do you even travel a lot, homie? Isn't that like your second Denver trip in three weeks? Yeah, I'm going back in August, too. Must be nice. Are you thinking about moving well, there? Well, it's cheap. No, I don't think so. It is nice there, though. But I feel, I think I'm still stoned from being there, and I didn't even do anything. Altitude. It's just, it, it's just in the air. Oh, did you smell weed while you were there? Oh, yeah. Right on. I mean, it, mm. it is legal there. Zach, what have you been doing? Where have you been? What have, ah, what that's have you been up to? Ask. Well, I'm back in Nashville. It's wonderful. Uh, I do love it here. It's, it's a really cool city. Um, lots and lots of rehearsals and practices. Uh, I've been playing with this newer uh, artist named Cody Parks in the Dirty South. I am... I guess part of the Dirty South, because I am not Cody Parks. Um, lots of rehearsals for that show. We we just got back from uh, Washington. We flew into Seattle, and then uh, the show was actually in Shelton, and we were staying in Olympia, which is the capital. And now, let me tell y'all something. You would think that the capital of a city would be bumping, right? Because we, we got in on a Thursday, okay? And we went and ate on the water. Um, it was beautiful. You know, had a great meal. And and then afterwards, we just wanted to find a bar to hang out at. And everything closed at like 9 o'clock. Yeah. The capital city on a Thursday. So, I, I don't know. That, that, that kind of creeps me out a little bit. Cool story, though. Friday, we played our first show. Um, it was kind of rained out, so we, we, we cut it kind of short. Or, and the owner of the racetrack that we were playing at took us out to dinner at this place called Buzz's. And y'all are thinking, Zach, why are you telling me this story? I'll tell you why. Do they have buzz I buttons? Mean, I just think that every time you tell them a story. 
That that was good timing, Robin. Like that was a good burn. I'm not laughing, but it was funny. That was good. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you're learning, dude. So we get to buzzes, and I'm like, uh, "Is your finger hurting?" Yeah, a little bit. Okay, yeah. right on. Oh, there it is. Hey. So we get to this bar, and I'm like, this, "I'm having deja vu right now." We go in, and I look to the right, and dude, I have been to this bar on the Michael Jackson tour. It is in some random-ass podunk in the middle of nowhere, okay? Like, in between Olympia and where the racetrack is, so it's it's in the middle of nowhere. And and I, I we, we stumbled in there on the—I don't—what am I doing with my hands? Uh, we stumbled in there— on a Michael Jackson tour like four or five years ago. And it's one of those places you think, I'm never going to see this place again. And then sure enough, that's where we end up the other night. It was it was crazy because what, what are the odds, right? Yeah. And uh, anyway, love buzzes. We'll definitely be going back when we go back. Um, food was amazing. Uh, the show was super fun at this racetrack. Uh, I'll, I'll be back uh, in a week and a half. Uh, we're, we're playing the MotoGP, which are the street bike races. Um and uh, tune in on TV, folks, because you may or may not see me play the national anthem. So that'll be fun. There you go. So is it is that yeah. all Cody Parks and the Dirty South going back? Yeah. Nice. And it's uh, it's a hoot, man. It's 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 a good group of dudes. I've seen a show at a racetrack once. They're fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> played at a racetrack once. Coda. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I played out at Coda. Did, at 360? Will, yeah, for the Willie Nelson picnic. Dog, you played like the main stage. No. We played okay. the second there, so there there were two. It was still a massive stage. But they had they had two uh they had the main stage, which didn't they the bigger artists played on that m- much later. Um, sure. They started hey. I think the bigger artists started at like two or three in the afternoon, but there was they had a whole slew of artists before that. But uh yeah, it was still like a massive stage at Coda. That's so, awesome, dude. Congrats, man. Yeah, That's fun. wonderful. It was really uh, fun. I, I have yet to be out Dakota. I've seen lots of pictures. It looks incredible. Uh, it's re- so it's really weird, much like most outdoor amphitheaters. But uh, so it's really great if you're sitting in the bowl area, like in front of the thing. But then there's like a lawn that goes up backward, like up behind it. Uh, so you've okay. got so you've got the stage, and then you've got like all like the the bowl seating. Kind okay. of, it's all going out like that. And then behind the seating, you have like this giant grass area. So we were sitting on the like the grassy area way in the back for I th- want to say like uh, was it Eric Church. I think he was the big headliner that day. Cool. Uh, and the wind the wind picked up, so it would be you know you'd start hearing like the guitar to be like in your face, awesome. You'd be like and the wind would come through and it'd go. It was like this weird, like sound effect thing. That's cr- yeah. that. So I didn't. I, I mean, I feel stupid saying this, but I I did not realize that wind would have that much of an effect on. Yeah, it was really. Sound waves. It was really weird. It was really. Huh. Weird. Yeah. Cool. So and, that's and interesting. it didn't sound so much like it was like blowing the sound waves away, but it was like creating something that the sound waves again had to go through. Sure. Uh, like almost putting a filter on it. Yeah, in a sense, it was really interesting. But uh, huh. Yeah. That's neat. That was. That's my that's my uh, three sixty theater story. So, 
Now, now on to you, Robin. Um, did how, did you look into any more of of some of these like singer these singer songwriter rounds that are coming to to Austin? Uh, I've looked into a couple of them, but I just haven't had a chance to go out there with the Elephant Room thing and Eddie V's opening back up and. Sure, understandable. My recordings, uh, no. Um, you had mentioned something a few days ago that you had I'm an going event after this tonight. There's, there's, gotcha, there's a gotcha. songwriters gotcha. round tonight that I'm going afterwards to go to. And is this one of the? Did you say no, two songwriters? I, I didn't know about this one until recently, so this is now the third one that I know. And then of. yours will be the fourth. No, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to do that one. I don't know if I'm going to start mine. I may do it, um, but uh, I want to see this Elephant Room get thing thing get going. Sure. The EP. I want the oh. EP kind of in the can before I start thinking of another project to do. Sure. Plus, I need a location. That's Un- the big understandable. Thing. Understandable. Well, I hope you at least um, at least become a regular at one of those. Oh yeah, I think this one. Of, this one I'm going to tonight is the Mozart's at, at Mozart's Coffee House. Dude. So and it's like that beautiful outdoor Mozart's. that beautiful outdoor deck overlooking the water. Yeah, that's where it is. So it's gonna be great. Dude, Mozart's is awesome. Yeah. Great coffee. Uh, and if you go there, their oat milk is legit. Yeah, dude. They have okay. So they have these like desserts that you. If can you say get. hot chocolate. Well, first of all, they do have delicious hot chocolate, but no. Um, they also have an amazing selection of tea, because I don't drink coffee. So, uh, you're, you're messing up. It puts me to sleep. No, that's not how it works. Yes, yeah, it, dude. yeah it is. It's how it works for me. That's why, Dude, like, you're wired funny, man. I am wired different. <laughs> that's how it works. Uh, but yeah, like, if I, if I drink... Uh, so if I drink a whole thing of five-hour energy... I will fall asleep. I have to drink it in like quarters. Yeah. So, dude, like, I am not a drug user. Uh, One point two five hour I, energy. I, every, I, every I, <laughs> and I, but dude, I would, I would go as far to say you should probably never try drugs it's because really it may anything. kill you. I don't think it'd kill me. Just have a different. I, don't, I mean, or, or an opposite effect. I don't know. That's that's scary, so, so man. Like, but then um, again, so when I took, uh, so when I when I was in high school, people were just convinced that I was ADD, and uh, I'm not. Aren't you? No, I'm not. Um, so they put me on a drug called Concerta, which was basically the next stage of, I believe, Ritalin. It was like the next <laughs> thing. So there was, sure there's related Ritalin. to Viagra. What? I think Concerta and Viagra are very similar. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh no, that's Cialis. Sorry. But, that uh, would explain the weird high school days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but so I, I was never the same. Like this. I'm standing there doing this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the bottle was this big. Uh, no. Um, so they they gave me Concerta, and it's supposed to calm you down. It's supposed to make you focus just like Adderall or Ridlin was supposed to help you it didn't I would sit there and be like just like literally I would literally be shaking in my in my seat because it had so much energy that it was just like after about two or three days of this I'm like I don't want to do this this is dumb I'm not doing this anymore um and yeah I just have an adverse like I'm not an adverse effect but I just have kind of the opposite effect of certain things like coca-cola makes me tired I don't I know what Coke think... does. I don't know what cocaine does, but Coca-Cola makes me tired. Really? Wonderful. Okay. That joke that joke didn't work. All right. It's okay. 
dude, ninety no, no, percent of the things I say don't work. If I did coke, there's no way I'd be. I'd probably go to sleep like Robin. I got enough energy as it is. Yeah. I I've been told by I I I mean obviously being in the music industry, um, there as are. As I go like this with my nose. <laughs> there are people in your our world that uh, partake, and uh, and I've been told in several occasions that uh, no one they said dude you would probably with how much energy because I'm very hyper and have a lot of energy I've been told multiple times that like dude you'd probably have a heart attack if you tried coke so I have no desire to try it um, yeah anyway any, any, this is the most rock and roll yeah. podcast Anything uh, I feel like we're advertising way. dare right now I should be wearing a dare shirt oh god McGruff the crime dog Steel, Steel Panther has a shirt that says uh, Say perhaps to drugs <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic um, Perhaps um, But uh, Yeah I think the only thing that I've really ever been like, And it's funny because it's grown As I've gotten older When I was a kid I had no interest in, dry, in trying weed At all Like I never wanted to partake in it I'm good I didn't like the smell of it And then slowly as I've gotten older I've grown accustomed to the smell. I, I like actually like the smell now, and I still never done it. I'm going, maybe I should. Maybe I should. Well, try you can do this. it in like any form now too. You can get yeah. a sucker. You can get a gummy. You can uh, get a sure. chocolate bar. I mean, dude, if if Willie Nelson invites you on his oh, bus, you better effing do it. Oh, if oh. Willie Nelson or Snoop Dogg or someone like that ever hands me a joint, I'm gonna be like, absolutely. I Seriously, would, I would want to make sure there's a bed or something nearby. Like I knew I was gonna be safe because like yeah. I feel like whatever they would have. The other thing that I've been very, uh, I've been very interested in, is uh, like peyote or mushrooms, and to have like a psych psych trip thing. Great, but do have it fun. in do it do it in like the company of good people who are not going to let me get hurt or be stupid. No thanks. With nerf no guns. desire. No, no nerf guns. I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, dude, I. I have zero desire, but have fun, dude. Tell me how it goes. Oh, when I so when I first moved into uh, the place that I live right now, um, the uh, some friends of ours they were they were having a party, and they had a bowl of gummy bears that that they had gotten, and I was just like, cool, gummy bears, and I went and like picked up a whole gummy bear, and they were fairly larger than normal gummy bears, and so I I almost like started to eat this whole gummy bear, and the, and the guy was like, no. Like, don't eat that. He's like, if you're gonna eat it, like, cut like a little piece of the head off and just eat the head. Just eat that little piece. He's like, because that's like loaded. So these were funny bears. Yeah, these were not regular gummy bears. Like I thought they were. Oh, Robin, let me let me give you a a little uh, tidbit, little hint in life. If you go to an adult party and there's gummy bears, they're probably not gummy bears. That is not. That is not true. Because I have been to many a party where there are gummy bears, and they are gummy bears. Mm. Okay. Well, I have not. TJ, can you back me up here? I guess we just freak out different parties. I mean, if it's all red ones, I get it. They're really good. Yeah. But otherwise, if there's different colors, I don't know. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh. Oh, we almost started talking about something. I would say that we... What do you mean we almost started talking about something? Oh, yeah, when Robin took uh, Tosh's idea. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tosh had a really good question. 
Um, well, y'all aren't gonna like my answer, but go on. Okay, so so Tosh had the uh, had the beautiful question of um, if you could create a super group, who would be in it? So we're gonna start with Zach because you've you've built this one up now. Well, the reason you're not gonna like my answer is because. You can have all the greatest. I'm just getting technical. No, and that's what I. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry to get cut technical. you off, but I was gonna say we we could. Yeah, we. You gotta think like, is this person gonna get along with this person? Like, I'm talking. Let's get some deep thought here. It, it, exactly. Um, and I I'm here to tell y'all, and for those of you who who aren't musicians, the hang, and the chemistry in a band, that's where the magic happens. Not the the musicianships. You could have the best musicians in the world and put them in a room together and it sound like garbage. Yeah. But you could have mediocre musicians and it just clicks. So the whole so I'm sorry to to shit on the the uh, the idea, but um, okay, fine, I'll play along. But it already exists, and and it's it's basically Ozzy live at Budokan. But that with, would be Ozzy. Live at Budokan, they're all playing his music, aren't they? Weren't they? Yes, of course. But like that—that's my super group. I love that drummer, uh, Michael Borden, and you got Robert Trujillo on bass, who's with Metallica now. Ozzy and Zach Wild. I mean, that's—they—that already is a super group, but you that's, know. That's not a super group. That's—that's that's wow. the musicians that Ozzy hired to come play with him. A super group well, would be like. Uh, um, why am I blanking now? Chicken foot? Damn I'm, Yankees? Yeah, damn Yankees would be... Cotton and... Um, uh, Steel Panther? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, you've, you, you're taking... You, you're taking members from, from other projects that are already famous and putting them together. So Fine. Oh, Russ no, Parrish. Th- there's, not a, there's not a right answer to this yeah, question. Yeah, there's not a right answer. It's like the naming the greatest guitar ever. It doesn't exist. Yeah. You can have a list, you can rank them, but it means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you ask my grandfather, well, <laughs> I can tell you what he'd tell you. Say, boy, you just need yourself a Fender Stratocaster, a Fender Twin, and a Ibanez TS9. That's all you need, according to him. <laughs> Love you, Grandpa. Rest in, rest your soul. Oh man, to to, to put a super group together like. Because uh, I mean, it'd, it'd be different. It'd be different for lineups for different genres of stuff. I agree. Yeah, like um, because I mean, the Traveling Wilburys would be a super, like a super group, a, like a brilliant yep. super group. Oh, um, was that Dylan Petty? No, I don't. Th- was Dylan in it? I know it's George Harrison, Tom Petty. Yeah, Roy I think Orbison. Dylan was in it too. Or was it Roy Orbison? I'm thinking. Of. What? Dylan might have been in there for a little bit or something. Oh my God! How I could be wrong, but. I think it is Roy Orbison, though, and you're right with Harrison. Uh, oh, the Traveling Wilburys. Did I, say the, did I say the Wild Wilburys, or did I say the Traveling Wilburys? I guess in my head I just fixed your... The Wild Thornberries? Yeah, that's what I was thinking <laughs> in my head. So, oh, you're right. We were both right. It's Bob Dylan, George Harrison, Jeff Lynne, Roy Orbison, and Tom Petty. And uh, Jeff Lynne is of uh, ELO, Electric Light Orchestra fame. So... Uh, Good old yellow. Yep. Um, 
So the Traveling Wilburys were a technical supergroup, and they were fantastic. But for that genre, see, there's the, like if I was to put a supergroup together, I think I'd take Phil Collins, Sting, Paul McCartney, and well, that'd be that'd be putting two bass players in a band. Eh, Paul could play. Paul could play keys, and he plays guitar too. So. Um, who would be the fourth? We need a, we need a guitar player. Uh, well, then I was. Do you have two guitar players? Do you have rhythm and lead? Do you do like a? Well, Paul, Paul could do Paul, Paul could do rhythm and he could do lead. But I mean, like he's a he's a true multi instrumentalist, and um, you know Phil Collins is a multi instrumentalist. Multi instrumentalist. Wow. Uh, Sting is the only one who like he can play guitar, but he's primarily a bass player and a singer, and that's it. So. What happens if we take the Stones and just pull Paul McCartney in there? Well, okay, so the one of the best things that I ever heard was that uh, there's a super group that should be started because the you've got the lead singer and the uh, guitar player of The Who. Those are the only two left alive from the original yep. group. And you've got the bass player and the drummer from The Beatles. Then you should, you've got Ringo and Paul, and you should put those two, those four together and call them The Hoodles. I did not come up with that name, but that's what I heard. I, I feel like you did, but... Nope, okay. not my name. I won't, I, I'd take, I'd claim that if that was my name. Dude, the Hoodles sounds like something on Nick Jr. Right? <laughs> we are the Hoodles. Come on, let's play. That sounds <laughs> fucking creepy. Uh, All right. But yeah, uh, oh, fuck, who would be the guitar player? Uh, I'm going to keep thinking about that. Um, oh, you had Phil do. Collins, you had Sting. Phil Collins, Sting, Paul McCartney. That's been like this. If I was putting like a super group together, these would be the three that I'd put. The... Um... Oh, uh, Steve Lukather. There you go. From Tutu? Do you mean Toto? What's up? I had to say yeah. it. In, Fra hey, it's, dude. In, Fra in France, it's pronounced Tutu. Tutu. Hey, dude, guess who's playing here uh, on July 2nd? Or, yeah, July 2nd. Who? Brandon Temple, dude. Oh, the Temple Underground. Yeah. Dude, go see it. If you, yeah. oh my God, that is that is a phenomenal band. Um, also, A, because like Brandon is just a fucking phenomenal drummer. Yeah. I want to get dude, him on the podcast. I, that guy's got stories. I, maybe I'm crazy. But I feel like he played like one. I think we tried him out for drum jam. Um, he would not it, fit in. With, well, he could, but he's. I think he did one practice, possibly. It, le, le, before I talk too much, let me let me make sure I'm thinking of the same person. Um, I'd be surprised if he would even have entertained that, because I mean, by by the time drum jam was around, I mean he was playing with like Shaka Khan and a slew of other people uh so i don't know uh, but then again i mean you know what i'm i think i might be thinking of someone else okay b-r-a-n-n -N. is it brandon b-r-a-n-n -N? Yeah, temple brandon brandon no d okay you know what maybe i'm thinking of someone else okay never mind um, anyway but yeah I mean, i'm excited he's a phenomenal drummer go see him okay and his band. What is it like soul funk? What kind of music is it? Funk because Five Spot usually does that kind of stuff. Funk R and B, 
soul. He 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 runs a gamut uh, of of a lot of things. So okay, right on. Well, if I'm in town, but it's I'd like it's it, he's one of those groups that's like a true like musicians musicians group kind of a thing. Do you know him? Yeah. Are you, you like tight with him? Like no, can I wouldn't you message say that him we're like Facebook? close, but like yeah, we know each other. Okay, so right on. I've done several, okay. I've worked several things with him on it. What, like, if I go to the show and go meet him after, can I say like, "Hey, uh, you know, I'm buddies with Robin Mordecai." Yeah. Okay, right on. Yeah. Um, Kill. Cool. He's he's sweetheart of a man. Uh, Sweet. But uh, yeah, he's I, he was playing. He's playing with the Peterson brothers too here in Austin. Righteous. So, Righteous. Uh, if you don't know the Peterson brothers, we'll get them on the podcast at some point. But they are two phenomenal talented brothers here from austin who play the blues and rock and roll so dude speaking of austin musicians what's going on with the pumas uh besides them getting everything that they deserve those guys are amazing are they they blowing up yeah dude they just they played god i want to say four or five sold out nights in a row at stubs wow outdoor stubs yeah outdoor stubs i think i think it was it was something like five four or five nights it may have been like two or three but i i I think it was like four that's or five. incredible. Yeah, I'd exaggerate that... the number. Wow, make it, make it look cool. Oh, I don't think Dude. I don't think we need to exaggerate it. Uh... Robin, like I, and maybe you'll agree with me. Like I, I'm honored that I got to play the backyard before it moved. I'm honored that I got to play ACL live. I'm honored that I got to play ACL the festival. Um, but dude, I really want to play. Stubbs, Stubbs oh outdoor. I want to play. I want to so play it. Um, it's. I I just feel like that in the Irwin Center are two like. I don't know. There's something special about those. I want to play the. And, and I'm sad that. Sure. Yeah, that's another great venue for sure. Stubbs looked like a great venue. It's so cool, man. And I know it only holds like 1,500, but it is just magical, dude. I've seen some great shows. I saw Slash at Stubbs. Dude, I don't think I've ever I've... seen a bad show at Stubbs. I don't know how you could, honestly. Yeah. Dude, it's just, just, got, so it's just cool. one of those, like, it looks like one of those venues where it's like. Yeah. Well, dude, it, it's owned by C3. Five I mean, they. At Stubbs. Wow, it's incredible. Yeah. Dude, C3 has their shit together, man. So, of course, they're going to have great artists. Um, I think I, 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 not I think I saw uh, Ben Folds there. And hands down to this day, one of the best live performances I've ever seen. And it was just him and his piano. And uh, he, like, composed... He didn't have a chair or anything? It was just him and his piano? Just him and his piano. <laughs> Stood the whole night. Um, Impressive. But, uh, no clothes? Yeah, just nothing. Him just and just him and the piano. He played from the inside. Yeah. Uh, didn't touch the keys so much. Didn't really use his hands all that much. But it was, it was still amazing. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, there's a famous video that that uh, of ben folds where he's singing a song called roof man that's from this stub show where this guy like climbed up so there's like this little roof over to the left of the stage and some guy like climbed up on the roof while ben was like composing a song like he he composes songs live um and so he's composing a song and he like looks over and he's like dude what are you doing <laughs> the guy's like just want a better view so he's like okay i've got a song and he starts singing it and he broke the crowd into three sections and had us all sing these different parts, these harmonized parts. Um, did it? Did everyone pull it off? Oh, it pulled it off, and it was great. So you've got like three-part really harmony cool. singing the, the the words "roof man," like over and over. It was pretty cool. 
Yeah. What were the three harmonies? Like, oh, kid, how does Roof Man go? Like, I don't remember. Roof Man, no. Roof Man, was, Roof Man, no, Roof like, Man. Well, it was like a long, like, uh, it was like drawn out. So it was like, um, so it was like Roof Man, like something like that. But it was broken and it was actually a minor chord that we were hitting. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, dude, people can barely, <laughs> some people can't clap on the two and four. So the fact that he pulled off harmonies. Yeah. With three sections of the crowd, that's incredible. So it, yeah, it was it was a really really cool show, and I saw Jamie Cullum there. That was an amazing show. Uh, trying to think, I've seen a lot of shows there. I saw Paramore there. That was great. Dude, I stood in line for Paramore during South by Southwest outside of um, the Bell. What's the thing Belmont? like in between? Yes, in between uh, Dirty Sixth and West Sixth. Dirty Sixth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Our, I know, I know what you're talking. The about. Belmont. Yeah, the Belmont. Yeah. Okay, so, cool. I'll come back to that. I have a funny story about the Belmont. Okay. Well, I mean, long story short, I I waited in line for like an hour, two hours to see Paramore, and I got in there and I watched like two songs and I was so tired that I just left. Oh man. That's the end of my story. Do you have a okay, five-hour energy? Yeah, you should. What's that? Energy, man. Do you have a, yeah, I should have taken a one-point-two-five-hour energy. Is yeah. what I should have done. <laughs> um. <laughs> What were we gonna say, Robin? What What did you do have I told at the, the Belmont? The, the Prince story from the Belmont. I may have told. I, I may have told I've, it on the Daniel show when Daniel was on here well, the second time. Tell it okay. again, because I don't remember it. So, uh, um, before my dad, well, during the time that my dad was booking at EVs and all that kind of stuff, uh, before it had grown to what it is now, um, he was still doing, you know, private contracting for parties and whatnot. And so there's a party. Uh, a, an events coordinator here in Austin who hires him out to book bands and whatnot. And so for the private events that, that, that she's hired to put on. And so, I mean, he's, he's done, he's booked everybody from like Etta James to Hall and Oates to Prince to all this stuff. And so, um, this guy wanted Prince for his party and dad's like, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, so he calls up whoever he needs to call or emails, whoever he needs to email. And, and they give him a, you know, they give him a price goes back to the guy goes okay this is what it's gonna cost all right guy goes cool we'll do it so it was like a large amount of money for like 45 minute set and uh so prince gets there gets to the venue looks around looks at the stage and if you've been to the belmont what year is this god it's early 2000s i believe cool just curious um so uh and he uh looks at the he looks at the stage and if you've been to the belmont you walk into the belmont the stage is in the back of the of the place against a big huge like cinder block wall and on the other side of the wall is the alley um and so prince looks at it and points at the middle of the stage and goes i want to enter right there so this guy ends up paying more money to have the wall knocked out in the middle of the in the back of the stage so that he can enter right there and then he had to pay to have it like put back <laughs> also um Prince's writer, it doesn't ask for green rooms, it asks for purple rooms. Obviously. That's that's wonderful. Did they uh did they did they end up doing it? Yeah. They knocked they knocked down a retaining wall and then put it back up. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Dude, people with that's, that much. Good for money, him, man. Yeah, that's great. It's, it's crazy. Um, yeah, I'm gonna put that on my writer, like I want yeah. her there. You know you made it when they knock out a brick wall for you. Um, If you want to see a great story about Prince, uh, look up Kevin Smith's story 
Oh, dude, with the, at the college, yeah, where he's telling the the story about the time that Prince called him to or do a documentary. documentary for him. Yeah, dude, that is one of the funniest and greatest like thirty minutes of my life. Yes. It, I've watched it four or five times, and it never gets no, old. It's always it always cracks me up that he's. Uh, it, it's hard to find. Yeah. Because like they, sometimes it'll stay on YouTube and it'll be broken into like three parts, yeah. uh, but it's hard to find the whole thing. I may or may not have watched almost like a court, like almost three quarters of that thing on TikTok. Someone like broke it into like three minute videos on TikTok. And I just kept scrolling up to watch it. Good, good. That's wonderful. It's it's hysterical. If 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 y'all are, if y'all are Kevin Smith fans or Prince fans or both, definitely. Just type into onto the YouTube, uh, Kevin Smith, Prince story, and it is it's about thirty minutes long and it is hysterical. And I learned so much about Prince listening to that story. Okay, uh, I'm gonna try to pause. This. I need to listen. I I gotta find that now. Okay, I'm uh for those watching, I am posting this in the chat right now. This is the um it's part one of four, so you'll have to. Will bond. It, it should. Oh, you found it on the YouTube. This is the kitchen the, uh, where the new boyfriend will unofficially become family. These are the verbal the, uh, vacations. Part one. So I am copying it and pasting it in the comment section. Part one of four. Knock yourselves out. I, I will not be offended if you decide to go watch that instead of us. I will. <laughs> they will. I won't. <laughs> I understand. You're making our numbers go down. Um, hey, do we have any questions or any watchers? Or are we alone right now? What's going on? We got three people. We got three people watching. Nice. We had we had <laughs> your parents, Tosh, and my parents, and Molly, oh, yeah. my girlfriend, and Mo well, the that's one, four. But my parents are probably not watching right now because my dad is out in California opening the new Eddie V's at, in El Segundo, um, and mom is probably doing other work that needs to be done. So, so Tosh, Molly, Molly, hi Molly. Uh, Tosh and my parents. Yes. What's up, Mom and, and Dad? How y'all doing? Uh, another person in the chat that I am. God, I'm gonna butcher this name. I don't do I'm, it. I'm pretty positive to pronounce Jacques. Um, but I could be wrong. It's well, it's French. I know. Well, that. However, it's pronounced. Hello, and thank you for being here, my friend. Yep. And they put up a, a suggestion for the supergroup, Mike Portnoy, which I applaud, oh, yeah. I applaud you. Yeah. Um, he's actually technically in a supergroup. He is in Winery Dogs, which is that. Up. When I said Cotton, I was referring to Winery Dogs. Oh yeah. I was like Cotton, dude. What's that band? And you were like, I'm gonna change the subject because I'm Robin. Fuck off. Wasn't uh that uh, uh I can't think. Billy Sheehan. Yep, that's where I was going with. Dude, there was a video floating around Facebook like a week or two ago. It was Billy Sheehan, Ray Lugier from Corn, yes, and Phil X from. Dude, they were playing in the downtown Franklin Square, just jamming. Yeah. Like, the public could have just went up there. And I was just like, only in Nashville. Fuck. Talk about a super group. Yeah. Wow, oh, man. I I mean, I should have shown up. But... Well, and the, the, uh, the cool thing, I think, that, that, that for our world is that when we put a super group together, yeah, our super groups are, are a little more obscure because we know the members we don't know we, we know more than just the famous member of the group sure so would i be in your super group robin that's okay it's fine 
even know if I'd be in my own super group. <laughs> so, no. Touche. Touche. Uh, if I was putting an 80s hair metal super group together, absolutely. It'd be like <laughs> you and uh, that. Uh, George Lynch. No, no, no. Or it'd be the guy from. It'd be, it'd just be, it'd Duel. Be Zach, the dude from White Lion. Um, uh, Rev- Mike Tramp. Vito. Yeah. Vito. James Lomenzo. Yeah. Vito brought up. We only talk um, about him every podcast. I know. That's why I said that guy from White Lion. Yeah. Um, there was four of them, Robin. They all have names. I don't know White Lion the way that you do. Sorry. I know. TJ, we don't have tattoos of White Lion, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I only have one tattoo. And, uh, maybe maybe the album came Z. out after the tattoo. It's... <laughs> if, that, if you had that tattoo... And then the album came out. I would be impressed, mostly because you had a, to- a tattoo at like what one? <laughs> oh, Did you say a two? Mainly because you had a two before. <laughs> a tattoo at one years old. Um, Maybe he did. So, bit of random trivia uh, that I learned today. Um, so, for those of you that have looked in. Uh, um, Oh, uh, a side note, sidetracked here. Uh, Tosh says that uh, Jacques went to TJ or went to went to TJ in school with you. Oh, I know that Jacques. Yeah. What's up, Jacques? I didn't know it was that Jacques. Yeah. I was gonna say I do know <laughs> Jacques. I, I pronounced it right. It is. It is. It is Jacques. It is. Okay. Good. At least that's what I called is it him. J A C H. J A C Q U E S. Q U E. Yeah. Very good, Robin, because I would have been like Joaquez, but it's Jacques. <laughs> Jackies. Jackies? <laughs> Jackies? Yeah, it's Jacques. Dude, that's wonderful. Good job, dude. Um, so, uh, back to what I was, what I was saying. Um, uh, and I want to I look this up before I, I get served on this again. I love that you have trivia for us, and you have to look it up. Well, because it was one of those things where I started to think about it, and I'm like... Um, I want to make sure that I'm correct on this because I, I, uh, um, usually you have an answer and then you go, wait. you can fact check. Me. Well, cause I keep getting fact checked and I keep getting, I keep being wrong all of a sudden. It's just like, like how there's like seven uh, hockey pucks in double overtime of hockey. Okay. In my defense <laughs> on that one, when I first saw that, that I couldn't find anything to prove that that wasn't true when I looked it up. Um, now I also didn't dig very far because I really didn't want to, um, I really didn't want to, uh, I would, I wanted that to be true. So, I mean, that'd be intense. Okay. It'd be fun. I am according to, according to what I'm looking at right now. Uh, I, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm wrong again already. Um, keep talking. I, I love trivia of the day. Uh, was any of y'all born in april or may no but you know our birthdays can i give a shout out to someone go for it i want to give a shout out to tim vinarosa from vinarosa's bread oh yeah they look delicious dude it's amazing dude my my buddy tim uh who's probably my favorite rock guitarist uh him and, and tyler slauson 
uh, two of my favorite rock guitarists in in Nashville. Uh, amazing players, amazing dudes, uh, killer tone from both of them. Uh, but anyway, Tim uh, started a little side hustle, you know, making bread, and uh, he invited me over yesterday, and and he showed me the bread that he was like. I don't want to say mimicking, but like the, the bread that inspired him from New York that's like made in a 150-year-old brick oven. Um, and then he showed me his. I preferred his, and I'm not just saying that. Uh, he makes an incredible just Italian bread. Uh, four ingredients, uh, water, yeast, salt, and flour. That's it. What is water? And That's what you drink? Water? I don't, I don't even like you. Anyway... <laughs> Um, so, uh, anyway, so Venerosa's bread, find him on Instagram or whatever. He's going to start a handle soon, but just type in Tim Venerosa, hit him up if you're in Nashville and he's taking orders. Uh, but yeah, I made French toast out of it today and it was awesome. Uh, and tonight I'm going to make a rosé sauce with a little bit of a tomato sauce and some, uh, 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 Alfredo sauce and, um, <laughs> I got that from my father. <laughs> so it's one of my it's one of my favorite stories, man. I think we were either at like Olive Garden or uh, I don't know, either Olive Garden or Macaroni Grill or something. And and uh, oh, he said, I'll, "I'll have the uh, I'll have the fettuccine Alfredo." I said, "Dad, don't you mean Alfredo?" That's what I said, boy, Alfredo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I call it Alfredo now. And uh, love you, Pop. I, I I love you, Mama. I hope y'all are listening and enjoying yourselves. Um, but anyway, yes, the bread uh, at uh, uh, at Venerosa's is absolutely in- incredible. And tonight I'm going to heat some up and dip it into rosé sauce. It's going to be great. It sounds delicious. I feel like I'm gaining weight just listening to you talk. I mean, it's only four ingredients. How bad can it be for you? It depends on how much of each ingredient, yeah, I guess. It also depends on how <laughs> much you eat. If you have, like, one slice with, you know, that's fine. But if you eat the whole I'm- thing... No, I'll probably have like three little half-inch nooks of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that looked like a pretty good, sizable piece of bread. But... I mean, it's bigger than my hands for sure. I like good bread. Hey, shout out to uh, you, Zach, for that uh, band selection. Oh yeah, you showed us. Dude, Dude is I, that? I, I couldn't find like, it right Where away. has this been all my life? Dude, I rocked it at the gym this morning. Bro, y'all, Bullet to My Heart by a band called Stardust. They're a newer band. That album was released in 2020. Um, and it looks like they're from Hungary. Okay, is that... Hungary? What? I, I don't want to sound stupid, so I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Um, There's no such thing as a dumb question, Zach. No, there is, because when I Only say crap like 1985, uh, it never leave it down, so... No, my, trivi- my, trivia wasn't, my trivia wasn't dumb. The page that I looked at just had the wrong date on it. Like, so cool. it, it said, I it said that during, uh, like September, October, and November, the most popular book in the United States in 1989 was uh, a book called the Sa- oh. the Satanic Verses, which I thought was just hilarious. It's a novel. Okay, first of all, it's a novel. Wrinkle your nose. It's actually a really good novel. Um, but, uh, but yeah. And then when I actually like went and looked at the bestsellers list for New York, the New, uh, New York times bestsellers list, 
they had the dates wrong. The that book was up at up back in like April and May, and yours was a clear and present danger, and mine was a book called Daddy. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but who's your daddy, boy? Yeah, right. <laughs> I think that's a line from Satanic Verses. Actually, that book, uh, the uh, the gentleman who wrote it, uh, he uh, he had what's called a uh, futwa, which is like a basically a kill order put on him by uh, I believe the one of the the uh, Islamic groups, so that basically if he he couldn't like couldn't leave and go uh, back home for a long time because they'd kill him if he did. Because of Why are you laughing? That's horrible. Is this, he, a, is this a fictional? No, no, no. Like, the guy who actually wrote the book had a uh, a hit basically put out on, like, put out on him. And it's it's been, rec- it's been rescinded since then. But, uh, yeah. Where does he live? Uh, where does he live? I believe he lives in England. Um, Damn, I... So, uh... Love that chord. It's a great chord. Um, he know, lives in the United. He lives in the United Kingdom, right now. So, dude, there's a movie I've been wanting to see about the dude. Oh my gosh, it's the guy who who outed the the U.S. like Secret Snow, Service and Snowden. like. Yes, there's a documentary I've been wanting to see. Um, I didn't know there was a documentary coming out on him. Yeah, we are tiptoeing called... very close to our one rule. By the way, so is are we? Snowden, that's political. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Dude, he, out, I, he, outed I, the, I, he outed the NSA during the Obama administration. That's, yeah. It's... Okay, then we won't talk about it. But it's called, do you want to know what it's called? Yes, I still want to watch it. Even though we don't talk about that on here. But I still want to it's watch called, it. It's called Snowden. Snowden? It's called Snowden. <laughs> um, that's probably going to be a really interesting documentary. Starring uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, he would actually do. A, he would actually play Snowden very well. They already did a movie with that. Oh, I didn't know. That's how oh, much yeah. I've, I've not kept up. Well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. I learned something new today. That is trivia. Right that is trivia. Your, there your you fact go. of the day. <laughs> your fact of the day. Joden, <laughs> Joseph Gordon Levitt played Edward Snowden. Edward Snowden. Eric Snowden. Edward Snowden. Um. Yes, Zach. I got I got your text message. We'll uh, we'll wrap it up soon. <laughs> I haven't looked. <laughs> For those of you wondering, that's how we communicate with each other. Oh, I got a YouTube notification that we should uh, watch live. Day thirty-eight and Rock Detention Podcast. There you go. <laughs> did you just call, did you just <laughs> call me out on live television? <laughs> Technically, we're not on TV. We're live on YouTube. Well... I mean, it's, I mean it's, it's close to TV. It should be TV. We should be prime television. I mean, because this is... Like 60s. Amazon Prime or... I'd take an Amazon Prime uh, Yeah, deal. I'd take an Amazon Prime deal. I'd, I'd sell my soul for that. Uh, well, uh, okay. Do I want to get, get a Hulu not, deal? Just because I love let's Hulu. Let's not go any Robert Johnson on us here. Yeah, do I want to... Hey, good reference. Ah. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, that's true. Now that I'm more, more that I'm thinking about it, yeah, I don't think I'd sell my soul to Amazon. Same thing, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch Google. And I know, I get it. We're not gonna have any Google people on here, and I'm fine with it. Well, no, not anymore. I wasn't gonna say anything, but Hulu, I'd love to be have a Hulu special. Hulu or Netflix, absolutely. 
62 more episodes and we're technically syndicated. You know what I mean? 100 episodes. That's how you get syndicated. Dude. I thought syndic- so, syndicate. Maybe I'm wrong. But I thought syndication was basically that you get picked up for like you basically get put into reruns on another channel. Yeah, but I think I, I maybe I'm wrong too. But there was like a qualification. It was like a hundred episodes, and then you were syndicated because you made it to a hundred. What qualifies um, for syndication? <laughs> I'm gonna just ask it. Um, a show usually enters off-network syndication when it has built up about four seasons worth, or between eighty to hundred episodes. Though for some genres the number could be could be as low as sixty five, successful shows in syndication can cover production costs and e and make a profit, even if the first run of the show was not profitable. I'd love some like thirty three cent checks coming every week. Oh god! Just like hell yeah! <laughs> I got a it's like I got extra a royalty money. check. Uh, yeah, royalty check recently for five bucks. Also, guys, I uh, this is pretty this is pretty dope. Um, I have, where is it? I'm going to look this up because I actually got a little, they sent me like a little plaque thingy or not a true plaque, but, um, uh, so my song heartbreak is now TuneCore certified. Congrats, buddy. That's awesome. Actually, seriously, (laughs) I've reached a hundred streams worldwide. Hey, that's wonderful, dude. That's a hundred more than zero. So. It just cracks me up that they sent out a thing for a like literally. I've I've only it's only been streamed a hundred times, and I'm like, hey, and they'll probably send you another thing for five hundred. They'll probably send you another one for a thousand. But I just just you know five hundred would make kind of make sense to me. But a hundred, I was like, okay. It'd be even better if it was like one stream, and they're like, congratulations, you you got your first stream. All right, hey, riff of the week. (laughs) I messed up. Here we go. Song. Was that round sw- and round. was that straight and straight by Mouse? Round and round. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. What about this? Hey, talking about love. Yeah. Okay. 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 I was gonna what let about... Robin answer, but. <laughs> Girls, girls, girls. Motley Crew. Very good. Very good. Very good. There was okay, a point where I'm like right at the very end where you hesitated there for a second. I'm going, did I just get this wrong? <laughs> What's breaking that? Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Robin? This is Jesus Priest. Breaking the law. I mean, I, I will be completely honest with you. He answered it, and I just repeated his answer. I knew it was Judas Priest, but I couldn't remember what the, the name it was. It would have been awesome if right before that, Zach and I looked each other in the eyes and knew I was going to say it wrong and see if you agreed with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. 
Sorry. Wait, I think that's it. Down boys, one. Yes, you're right. Nice. All right. So, are we going to make merch soon? Because we need merch. Should we make merch soon? People in the chat, what? should we make merch soon? What should we make? Um, what would you wear? Yes. What would you put around? Would you put anything around your cold beverage to keep your hand from uh, freezing? You're going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we should make that. What would you wrap your hands around? Because we are. <laughs> Oven mitts. Uh, wow, Zach, these are some complicated chords. I'm impressed. Thanks, Mr. Vice. Um, I need to call him. He just retired. Um, Do you like that? I'm a jazz I'm, player. Huh? I, wow. I'm actually like impressed. I can't even play those chords. Not to say that I can play half the shit that you play at all, but oh, it, hey man, Sorry, I can teach you everything I know in in sixty nine minutes. <laughs> let me rephrase that. I can't play like even like three fourths of what you play. So yes, you hey. could. I could show you in fifteen wow. minutes everything I know. Wow, thanks, babe. Really, you gotta throw me under the bus like that. <laughs> What'd she, she say? Those hand towels that Robin can light on fire. <laughs> because when I was, she was down here two or three trips ago, I was making pasta. And when I went to go pull the noodles off, we only have one oven mitt. So I had to use a towel for the other side. And the thing was hanging down and I forgot to turn the thing off and it caught the towel on fire. Way to go, pal. So there was that. I actually burned my hand. Did um, you spill the pasta like no, Beverly Hills Ninja? I, when he's got saved, the little... I saved the pasta. Um, I saved it, but I burned. That's my hand. the important thing. Yeah, pasta was. Yeah, so you only need one hand for pasta. But I would also like to point out that both her and my roommate stood there watching as the towel caught fire, as I picked it up, picked it up, and no one said anything until I was like, "Wow, my hand is really warm right now." <laughs> okay, that was pretty dope. That was pretty cool. I've been Show saying off. dope a lot lately, ever since Daniel's been on the show. Right? Dude, everyone says dope in this town. I've been hanging out with, like, pop, like, producers and whatnot. And I was like, that's dope, dude. And I'm just like, it's rad, right? I still say rad. I'm just not that cool. I, I, I just say old things, I guess. I say righteous a lot, and people point it out. They're like, dude, she said righteous. And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, we had 69 minutes. Let's see here. 38. I'll start saying the goodbyes, and then it'll be 69 by the time Robin, you know, shoots off his, uh, whatever those things are called. Whew! For all of you watching, thank you so much for being here. We do love you. We're very excited about everything to come. Hope you have a blessed week, and um, stay tuned. We got some really cool crap coming. God bless you all. Thanks for watching. TJ. Uh, missed you guys, and you guys, too. All all of you guys, everyone.
Love yeah, you I miss you guys too. I feel like our chats kind of slowed down. Well, we stopped doing a podcast, and that's what three weeks ago was the last one. Yeah, I mean the podcast was on hiatus for a second. I have no reason to talk to y'all. I'd like to note that we also gained a subscriber in that time. Oh, I don't know how many. I don't know how many we've lost, but I. No, it was... I just unsubscribed and resubscribed. Oh, fair enough. That works. Um, Keep that confidence. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, oven mitts to come soon. Other merch. <laughs> For, especially for Robin, I think. And then, uh, yeah. Get, like, uh, little corn on the cob holders. Next week, uh, we do have a, a guest, it would appear. In, uh, do we do we yeah. hint at anything? Do we say it? Yeah. Another... Uh, yeah, who yeah. is it? Mr. Dave Moody of Hairball, uh, the front man of all front mans in that band, because he's more than one front man. But we'll talk more about that as we go. Um, uh, anyways, that's all I got. Over to you, Robin. Uh, yeah, this has been fun. Those are uh, fully automatic Nerf guns in the corner. Um, class dismissed. I wanted to vote. Wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> the guitar down. <laughs>